Hello, this is Katie, and you're listening to episode 41 of Teach On, Teach Strong. So this podcast is all about helping teachers with our personal development. So we talk about all things to do with building character, developing resilience, and all those soft skills that will help us be successful teachers. So today we're going to be talking about how to feel more empowered as teachers. And I've titled this episode, What to Do When You're Feeling Resentment as a Teacher. Now, this is something I feel extremely passionate about, and it's one of the top reasons why I feel I'm able to continue to go in every day and work my butt off. Obviously, the main reason is being passionate about my students, of course, that's a given, but what do we do when we feel like our school or even the whole education system is letting us and our students down and we feel resentful? What then? Would we just walk out and leave teaching? Well, maybe that's the right thing for some people, but for me, that'd be a last resort. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you're a fighter too, and you're looking for encouragement to keep teaching on teaching strong as well. So I'm going to share with you what has kept me going for the last 12 years and what continues to keep me going in hopes that it will help you out too. So I tend to not give up easily, and I've had to adopt a very different line of thinking, And that is, aside from my students, I now have trained myself to accept that I work for myself, not for my school or even for the education system. So let me explain this a little bit more. We are fed this idea that we are slaves to the school and the company that we work for and that they effectively own us. Well, not only is that completely false, But this kind of thinking just is not going to get the best out of anyone either. And we can end up very resentful if we are working because we we have to or we feel like we're forced to do things. Especially if we don't agree with our leaders or the school system. However, what if you changed your focus? What if you decided that you're working for you and not the school? How would that change your work ethic? And here are some ways that you can shift your focus to make sure that you are working for yourself and thus strive to be the best teacher you can be. So number one, have high standards for yourself to make you feel proud, not your leaders, your boss, whoever else. For example, I can be a bit of a perfectionist with everything really, but in particular with paperwork. That's, you know, forms I've got to fill in, notes, meetings, everything I'm a perfectionist with. So I colour code stuff, it's always neat, it's always organised and it's always in on time. I don't do this to impress anyone else. Even the stuff that only I see that no one else sees is like that. Because I do it for me, as that's what makes me feel proud of my work. I don't do this for anyone else, it's for me. And this can be applied in every area of our job. Set the high standards for you, not for them. For example, I'm also known for making my classroom especially cosy and putting up really unique wall displays. And in a high school, a secondary school, that's not as common as we might see lower down in primary schools. So I feel like I stand out a bit in that area. The students love it and I do get lots of compliments on my space. However, quite honestly, I get the impression the school couldn't care less. (laughs) Ultimately, they, all they care about is numbers. That's how we can tend to feel sometimes, right? They just care about the grades. But 
it doesn't matter because when I do things like making the place look cozy, it makes me feel proud and I know it matters to my students. No one else's opinion matters. Okay, have that view that you work for yourself. Get things done because you saw, you hold yourself to high standards. Don't work to please others. And let me tell you, when you do that and you take that attitude, it provides an indescribable sense of freedom and power. Okay, so try that. Number two, set personal professional goals to make yourself better. Not for anyone else's needs or wants, but for you. Okay, so where I work, you don't get targeted professional development unless you ask for it. No one offers it to you. No one says, hey, how do you want to do this? Or what do you want to do about this? It's just, you're left out there and you have to fight for your own professional development. So think about what you would want to improve on in your career and seek professional development on that topic. You might also want to try out a new teaching and learning styles for your own professional development. Not necessarily because the school want you to. You see, it doesn't matter what they want and what they need ultimately. What is it that you want to develop in yourself? What areas would you like to build upon? Do it for you and for your students, not for them. Similarly to the previous point, you can build up your own CV or resume, if you call it that in your neck of the woods. I don't know what it's like in your school, but here in the UK, we've got something called performance-related pay. So that means our pay is justified by what we do and achieve in that school year. And some of that includes how we contribute to whole school commitments. Now, this kind of setup can make people feel really resentful for feeling like they have to do more outside of their teaching role in order to justify their pay. But if you adopt the mindset that you work for you and anything you do outside of your classroom is purely to help others and share your expertise or develop your own skills and suddenly resentment is lifted. You're not doing it because you're tied to what someone wants in order for you to get paid. You're doing it for you. Okay, let's change the shift. Number four, help your students succeed for your own joy. Again, not for the school. Yes, we all feel pressure to get the grades, especially if your pay is dependent on it, like mine is, but I don't do it for my school or for their numbers. I work hard for my students. To me, they're not just numbers that I can justify my pay for and show off to my leaders. I always keep the focus on my students and their futures that are gonna result from what they get here. And that makes me work that little bit harder and with no resentment, okay? So if you're feeling resentment as a teacher, I know how you feel, but the good news is that just with a shift in your focus, you can control it and be an even better teacher than you thought possible. Sometimes the sad reality is our schools or the whole education system isn't what it should be in our eyes. And working for and in that especially can be really hard. If you just shift your focus to you work for you and your students, suddenly it's much easier to always do the right thing. So I hope this has been helpful today and has given you some food for thought. Before I wrap up with some final thoughts, just want to say thanks for tuning in and I hope you found this useful. If you ever want to get in touch with me, you can email me at katieteachersresourceforce.com and as you know, I do this for free. All I ask is for you to bring a friend, a teacher friend along who you think would benefit from this podcast. All right, so final thoughts of the day. Okay, yes, you are employed by someone else. But remember this, 
The work you do is for you. Your sole aim is to be the best teacher you can be and help as many young people as you can along your journey. You're not doing this to please the boss and to constantly have to prove yourself. Okay, so have high standards for yourself and continue to teach on and teach strong every day. And I'll catch you next time. Bye.